Welcome to the friendliest campus in the South. Shotgun, Blanchard, one back set, rolls right, pressure coming, throws, Middleton, go, go, To the gem of the hills. He lifts it to left, that one's pretty well hit, Hall on the run, that ball is gone! Home of the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. This is your podcast for JSU Sports. High fly ball, center field. It is back. It's out of here. With your hosts, Brandon Owens and Cody Hooks, this is Cocky Nation. Hey, what's going up, Cocky Nation? This is your host, Cody and Brandon, back with another week of all things cocky, all things JSU. Um, and so we got a lot to talk about. We got some new things that we're going to try uh, tonight that, uh, you know, we're, we're going to see how well that works. But we're trying to be more interactive with you guys, try some new things, because, uh, again, we want to feed into the fans, not into ourselves um, even though we do enjoy this. Um, so Brandon, as always, let's go ahead and let's get started with everything that's not football first, since, you know, we're in football season, but we still got some other things going on. So fill us in. Why don't you? Um, yeah. So our volleyball team suffered its first loss in a heartbreaking match against Auburn. Might I add it was, it went to five sets. So we lost three to two. Um, Always Auburn, man. Don't get me started. It's, it's Don't get me started. I still want revenge from 2015 when we should have beat them in overtime. Um, but yeah, our volleyball team had the JSU Invitational this week. It's our it's it was our second of um, second of two tournaments that we host, um, and we went two and one in this one. We beat the other JSU like clean sweep three zero. Um, we beat Southern Miss three to one, and then we lost to Auburn three to two. Um, but I mean, 12 and one to, uh, in at a conference play, like way to go ladies. I, I we're thoroughly impressed. I, I don't remember us starting this hot for a volleyball season ever. We usually picked it up in a conference play. Um, so, but with that said, uh, conference play for the A-Sun volleyball season starts this weekend. Mm-hmm. We, pl- we play Friday night at 6 p.m. Um, both, both games I'm about to say are at home. Um, we play Friday night against Central Arkansas, 6 p.m. And then we play UNA Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. And both games will be um, on ESPN Plus, if you cannot make the game, if you can, please go support these ladies. They are freaking talented. I mean, the atmosphere at the Auburn game, if you haven't seen videos, you need to go to their Twitter uh, page on uh, our volleyball Twitter page and watch some of those videos. It is it was electric on Friday night like that. They packed the peak like we do for basketball. Oh, it was it was amazing hearing all those loud cheers uh at the end of the fourth set. Oh, it was so good. But oh, yeah. let's hope this is a good sign for what the A Sun uh uh schedule is gonna bring. So who knows? Maybe we can go undefeated in conference play. So we'll we'll definitely be keeping up with you ladies this season. Definitely. 
And then on top of that, you know, we are uh, transit. So, you know, we just ended uh, one series. We are about to start another conference play this weekend. Uh, if you haven't been keeping on track of that, please go and support them. We play UCA and UNA of UCA. We play at 6 p.m. on Friday and then on Saturday, we play UNA at 4 p.m. Both games will be on ESPN+. Plus. Um, so, again, go and support them if you uh, are able to. Now, uh, Before we move on, I just want to say ba- the basketball Twitter page is teasing us to no freaking end. They made a post yesterday that basically was like schedule and then the looking eye emojis. Bruh, it has been two days since you posted that. Release the freaking schedule, please. I am ready to see who we are playing in out-of-conference play. Yeah. Please, 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 please. That's all. And I'm excited for a basketball team this year. I think it's going to be really, really good. Um, But as we transition (laughs) into football, I just want to start by saying I was wrong. I don't say that a lot, Brandon. We were both wrong. We were both wrong. wrong. (laughs) So if you didn't catch the game, uh, I only caught part of it, unfortunately. I uh, I watched half of it. I I watched part of it uh, simply because I was keeping track of other games on Saturday. A lot happened for me on Saturday, guys. I'm... I was exhausted My the school that I work with. Uh, I was at the game Friday night. That was a very intense game. Um, and so. No, no. OK, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm it was weak. Friday. Um, so I, I had that and then just behind. And so it was just it was a lot. A lot happened. We ended up winning, which was good. But Saturday was super busy for me. Um, spent some time with my family, but I did catch some of the game and. So Jacksonville State lost to Tulsa 17 to 54. Now, there was always a possibility that this was going to happen. I will admit that I am wrong. I thought JSU had this in the bag. I looked at Tulsa and was like, okay, Tulsa. You know they were they they weren't doing super hot just yet. They were one and one. We were three and zero. Oh. I was like, okay, like this this could be it. This could be the chance to really debut. Um, but a lot happened. Our defense struggled. Um, surprisingly enough, um, we did not start with Zion. Now I have theories of why that was the plan. Um, we'll talk about that later. Um, and I'm actually happy it wasn't Zion. Um, but we actually started with McLaughlin. Uh, McLaughlin started, um, he went three and six, uh, for 47 yards. Um, Zion went three for nine for 32. He did have some rushing yards, uh, only 10 rushing yards. Um, LaRoche, I always get his name wrong. LaRoche, right? LaRoche. Yes. Okay. LaRoche only had 15 rushing yards. Um, Petway had uh, four carries for 47 yards, um, four catches, sorry. Um, but we just we couldn't we couldn't get together. Uh, most of our scoring ended up coming like we we got three in the second quarter, got seven in the third quarter, and got seven in the fourth. We just we just could not act we could not perform so we ended up losing the game um before i get into my 
talks about this game. Brandon, what what are your thoughts? Um, it was literally like watching a reincarnation of the Gross era. Um, we were making stupid mistakes. Uh, we couldn't get anything going on offense, which is very unlike us in general. Um, but especially against a group of five team that last year was not that good. <clears throat> um, so you usually we can hang around with a group of five team that isn't that good. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, I digress. It, it was just very painful to watch. Um, and looking at our offensive stats, like 87 total passing yards, seven for 17, averaging about five yards per uh, pass, uh, 50 total rushing attempts, which isn't bad. But when you look at the uh, yards, again, not a bad ratio, but when we've been consistently getting over 250, it's it's bad. I mean, we only averaged about four yards per run attempt. I mean, yeah. I I have absolutely no idea what what was the deal. Like, I I just don't know. Um, Tulsa just shut us down. I don't know what the heck happened to them last week, but they just completely shut us down. Yeah. And now, I I will say this. Okay. Um, well, actually, I'll let you finish. I'll let you. Finish. Well, I was just gonna say, looking at the penalties, because usually when we have a game like this, penalties hurt us. But we've actually been pretty consistent about penalties, and I don't think we've had a game where penalties were over fifty yards, like racked up fifty yards. Like I don't think we've we've had a game yet that's been over that. Yeah. Um. So let me, let, me, let me see where I can start with this because um, I have a lot of thoughts. I'm going to go ahead and say this because I know I know people in the FCS fan nation and um, not everyone, but certain people, um, you know who I am, are gonna, if you haven't already, are immediately going to say, hmm, Jacksonville State, I thought you were going to be ready for the FBS. Listen, listen, Linda. If Vanderbilt... And I'm going to use Vanderbilt. If Vanderbilt can stay in the SEC, then JSU can stay in the FBS. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Vandy sucks at football. Now they're good in other sports. Now, is that to say that we're going to suck in football when we get to the FBS? I don't think so. I think that no, this I is. I think we're going to be able to compete immediately. Definitely. Um, I think that this is a, a wake up call for us to say, okay, this was, this is a real contender. This is a real FBS team. This is somebody that we really need to actually take a look at. You know, it is it is Tulsa, and Tulsa is known for not doing super well, but at the same time... The past couple of years, like, usually they're a good team, but, like, the past couple of years, they haven't been so hot. But regardless, they are an FBS team, and we need to be more prepared for that. Um, so I think that this was an opportunity and a wake-up call for us to truly see what do we need to work on what do we need to look at? What do we need to see? And yes, am I sad that we lost? Of course I am. But at the same time, that was going to happen. 
like a potential. I really did think that Jacksonville State had this in the bag. I, I really thought that they were going to beat Tulsa. I was wrong. Now, let me tell you why, like what kind of surprised me though at first, but the more I thought about it, it's literally what I've been saying. Why McLaughlin? Why did McLaughlin start? Because Zion's leaving. Zion, this is Zion's last year, at least from what I've been told, and at least from what I've heard. I haven't seen anything that he's going to come back next year. Nobody's confirmed that. Nobody's nobody's corrected me on that. McLaughlin's probably going to end up taking that starting position. Smoot played some. He oh, my God. A- that last drive he had was fantastic. I know. And so I think Coach Rod understands this. He's like, okay, I could put Zion in. And more than likely, the, the 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 score would have still ended up being the same. But regardless, who needed the experience? Who needed the ability to learn and adjust to that type of game? McLaughlin, Smoot. They both needed to learn from this experience. Yes, Zion got some playing time, but McLaughlin's the one that's going to have to do it all year. Well, I will also say this. If Aaron McLaughlin does not figure it out, your starting quarterback for our first year at the FBS level is going to be Tayshawn Smoot. And he's not bad. He's no, really he's not. not. He's, right now, in my opinion, he's better than Aaron. I, I need to see more out of him. I won't make that. Uh, oh, yeah, for yes. sure. I need to see more out of Aaron. But mm-hmm. from what I've seen from Aaron this this year so far, not really impressed. Yeah, and you're you're a four star quarterback. I mean, you're showing the exact same signs that Zarek showed. Give me a bring me back. Um, <laughs> bring me back. Uh, God, what's his name? I've already forgot Eli his name Jenkins? now. No. Um, I didn't think Eli was that good. I'm sorry. Oh, I love um, Eli. I loved Eli. No, the guy that that just left. Um, Gardner okay. Webb. No. Oh, um, Matt Matthew Caldwell. Yeah, please come ball. back. Please come, come back, Cornwall. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it'll be fine. But again, I think that this was an opportunity for us to learn and to adjust. I think that um, McLaughlin learned a lot from this. I hope to see him play more this season because I think he needs it. Um, and Tayshawn Smoot, I, I think they both need more time. Um, not to say take it away from Zion because Zion. You know, it's his final year. He needs to have time to play because, I mean, it's not like we're going anywhere after this. Um, unless, hypothetically speaking, something came up and we were able to go play in a bowl game, which, again, the probability of that happening is low. Um, so I would say just keep an eye out. This was a this was a tough loss. This was a tough loss. But... I think that we have to trust the process. It's still too early, still too soon to make, you know, to make decisions. And and, and I'll say this, you know, Brandon's Brandon says it. I kind of believe it. Um, I think that we'll be able to compete next year. I don't know if we're going to be like an elite team immediately. I would love to see that, but I, I think that next year will be a wake up call. It's like, Alabama playing Texas or Texas and Oklahoma moving from the pack, uh, the big 12 to the uh, sec. Like it's going to be a whole new, like a whole, whole new. Can I cuss on here? I can't remember if I can cuss on here. It's going to be a whole new can of ass whooping. Um, so um, 
be on the lookout. I think I, I think that's that's my that's that's my ending thoughts. Uh, you know, I I think I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, I mean, I I completely agree. So, well, that's in the past. Now we look to the future, and this weekend we do play on Saturday. We are not playing at home again. Um, we don't play at home until next week, October first. Um, October first. I would. I know exactly who we're playing to. Uh huh. And I cannot go. And I cannot go. Um, it sucks, man. But let's look to this week first. Um, so at three o'clock on ESPN Plus, you can catch Jacksonville State playing at Nichols. Um, I think this is okay. What is what is Nichols' uh, record? Uh, yeah, what's their record right now? Oh, and three. They've lost to South Alabama, Louisiana Monroe, and SEMO. All okay. pretty bad. South Alabama was 48-7. SEMO was 42-16. And La Monroe was 35-7. And <clears throat> La Monroe just uh, got a whole can of ass whooping, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think... We're gonna put a score prediction to this. Um, well, save predictions for later. Let's discuss the game. Okay. Hold your horses. So, all right. So, looking at their schedule, okay. So they're six in the Southland right now. They they're zero and three. Um, they okay. So looking at their scores because I just I just had to pull it up. Um, South Alabama was not. You said that they were a bad team. South Alabama is not no. a bad team. When did I say um, that? You said it like a couple seconds ago. Like you said, like they're not good teams or something. I don't know. Maybe I just missed. No, I said the game. scores are horrible. Uh, the scores are. Horrible. Um, so South Alabama, pretty decent team. They've actually gotten better over the years since they've uh, grown as a program. Um, so South Alabama, forty-eight to seven. Not surprised. Louisiana Monroe. Hmm. Uh, Southeast Missouri, Simo. Ah, They're good this year. Mm. They're very good this year. They've taken down Southern Illinois and Nichols. Mm. See, but here, here's my kicker. Like, well, um, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing that they're that they're good. I'm not talking about Simo. I'm talking about uh, Nichols. Nichols has consistently lost to each of their teams with about 30 plus points um, in between, like they've given up 30 plus points. So I would say that JSU, the biggest thing that they need to focus on is defense, 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 defense. I think scoring is not going to be the problem. Obviously, as you look at these scores, I think what it comes down to is um, it's an offensive play. I think if JSU plays their cards, rights. Play, you know, I think it's it's a catching game. It's not necessarily, I mean, depending on what that defensive line looks like, I don't know what their defensive line, I haven't been watching those games. but I haven't either. Um, I'd like to see, um, and I think they're going to try to figure that out, uh, figure that one out fairly quick. So I would say, like, if it's a defensive line issue, run the ball. If it's a coverage issue, then throw the ball. Um, but I don't think scoring is going to be a problem here. I think it's JSU needs to start solidifying the defense. I need. I think that they need to 
strengthen it. I don't know what they need to do in order to do that. But if they want to be successful in this game, hold the line and prevent scoring. Um, yeah, I agree with all of that. But honestly, I don't think we're going to have an issue out of Nichols. Um, just some averages for Nichols. Scoring, first of all, they are averaging about 10 points a game. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Not good. Uh, off total offense, they're averaging two fifty six point six. I don't even want to go back and try to figure out defense. It's just a lot. Uh, they're they're allowing a lot of defensive or offensive yards. Uh, their defense is uh, passing. They're averaging about one ninety five point three a game, and then rushing, they're averaging about sixty one point three a game. So um, defense, defense total yards is four hundred and seventy. For which game? Uh, I'm just looking at the matchup for JSU versus Nichols. Oh, says, they have they have it panned out. Defense per game about four hundred and seventy. Okay. Yeah, they they allowed, I mean, Nichols' defense allowed 508 against South Alabama, 468 against SEMO, 424 against La Monroe. I mean, they allow a lot of yards. And we've put up, besides Tulsa, uh, we (laughs) have put up a ton of yards. So I personally do not think that we will have an issue against Nichols. the one glimpse I have gotten of Nichols, uh, their lines didn't really look like they would be able to match up well against our offensive and especially our defensive lines. Um, I don't, I don't think they'll last in the trenches. Um, we shall see though, because I have said stuff like that and have been proven wrong. So we, we shall see. All right. So what is, your score prediction. Um, let's save that for after the little thing that we're doing. <sighs> okay. Well, you already know what my answer is going to be. JSU Cox by 90. I'm sorry. Um, but we'll get back into that later. So, Brandon, do you, do you, do you want to tell him what we're doing? Because, uh, okay, first off, before he does that, let me just tell you. This was really one of those, like, Brandon walks up to me and he's like, yo, I got this great plan. I got this great idea. And I just looked at him like, why? But then the more he talked about it, he convinced me to do this. So, Brandon, tell him what we're doing. All right. So, we are actually going to start doing a little bit of JSU trivia, different topics, um, every two weeks. So, like... The topic for this week and next week, because Cody and I are going to alternate, kind of mm-hmm. quiz each other. And if you want to play along, see how many you get right, uh, just comment in the YouTube comments down low. Tell us how many you got. Um, but yeah, so this week and next week is opponent trivia. So how oh, we're going to do this is I have picked five opponents. Okay. And how I'm going to do this is I'm going to give a summary of the game, mm-hmm. of the game played, and you have to guess the opponent. Okay, so 
are you going to at least give me some sort of like breakdown when these games were or yes and no. Okay. God. All right. Some of them are kind of self-explanatory. Okay. So the first one, let's see how well you do. Okay. So the first one, JSU came back from behind in a low scoring game and scored 13 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to seal the deal. Zarek Cooper completed a Hail Mary pass to Damon Filial Johnson. Let me finish! (laughs) Damon Filial Johnson as time ran out to give JSU its second P5 win in school history. Florida? Oh, Florida State. Sorry. Yes. Uh, In case I didn't say it. Let Um, me finish before you give an answer. Okay, sorry. That one was a give me. I thought I was going to fail that first one. Um, So you see how how it's going from easy to hard now. Yeah. Okay. This one is a little harder. Okay. This team came into Jacksonville. This team came to Jacksonville in the FCS quarterfinals to face number one seed JSU in hopes of knocking the Gamecocks out of the playoffs. This team forced two overtimes to decide the game and made this game a classic in the FCS playoffs. There's hints in these if you will pay attention. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said quarterfinals, so we're talking about, like, at this point, it it was, was in the last, okay, was it past, it was a post-2015? Just making sure. No, not post 2015. Po- oh, God. Um, oh, God. Um, listen, uh, listen. Yeah, to say, say it again. Say it again. Listen to this again. This team came to Jacksonville in the FCS quarterfinals to face number one seed JSU in hopes of knocking the Gamecocks out of the playoffs. This team forced two overtimes to decide the game and made this game a classic in the FCS playoffs. Uh, okay, okay, hold on. Hold on, 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 hold on. Give me a second. So I'm thinking that this was... Okay, so I'm bad at finals, quarterfinals. So quarterfinals was not... Okay, so it's finals, semifinals, quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. I think that this was 2015. Okay. Was it Charleston Southern? I messed up. Because it was the second round, not the quarterfinals. I messed up. Oh, Chattanooga? Yes. Huh, look at that. I messed up. I said quarterfinals. Should have been a uh, second round. I thought, I, I don't know why I thought that God, was the final Listen, game. I, listen. So the only reason I knew that, okay, and, and I'm not going to lie. The only reason why I knew that is because prior to 2015, I probably don't know a lot. And I'm not going to lie about that because I was in high school. I wasn't paying attention to high school, college football in Jacksonville State, even though I knew I wanted to go there. Like, I wasn't focusing on that. So bear with me when it comes to that. Okay. You ready for the third one? I guess. JSU had a hard-fought game that was sent into double overtime after a huge comeback by the Gamecocks in the fourth quarter, scoring 21 points. Cody Blanchard scrambled on the last play of the game and found Calvin Middleton for the two-point conversion and the win. 
first P5 win in school history? 2010 Old Miss? Yes, good. That That was awesome. I only know that because that's like one of the biggest things that everybody talks about uh, on JSU's campus was the big Old Miss uh, win that we had. All right. Oh, God. Okay. How many more? I got two more. We got two more. And they're, God dang, they're, hard. they're hard. Of course they are. So, number oh. four JSU has faced this opponent three times, and all were in the playoffs twice at D2 and once at FCS. With the first meeting being in 1977, en route to JSU's first ever national championship appearance, JSU leads the series two to one. Oh, God. Oh, God. Again, there's a hint in there. Okay, so... Do you need it again? Yeah, give it to me again. JSU has faced this opponent three times, and all were in the playoffs, twice at D2 and once at FCS, with the first meeting being in 1977 en route to JSU's first ever national championship appearance. JSU leads the series two to one. Oh God! Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is why I picked these last two because I knew they would be hard for you. So it can't. Oh God! Hold on. So we so we lead the series two to one. Correct. Okay, so I'm going to immediately eliminate UNA and Kennesaw because those two teams, we've lost to Kennesaw twice. But those were, one was in the regular season. Right. No, Um, we've lost to them three times. Once in the playoffs, twice in the regular season. Yeah, so, um, and I was going to say UNA too because we've beaten UNA um multiple times so it can't be oh god hold on um give me give me give me give me give give me a hint give me a hint like something it's not a it's not an opponent we ever play during the regular season we always meet if if we ever face this team we always meet them in the playoffs i'm just gonna throw out a random james madison out out it's that's close richmond no oh give up north dakota yes north dakota state what i didn't know that i I, there's no way i would have gotten that our lone loss is in the fcs national championship in 2015 in 2015 i i just the way you worded it the other two times that we beat them was in 1977 uh-huh. And in 1989. Interesting. I never knew. Both that. were in the D2 playoffs. Good All right. Last you one. probably will not get this one. Probably not, but I mean, lay it on me. All right. JSU faced this opponent twice in back-to-back seasons with both being in Florence, Alabama in the D2 National Championship game. JSU lost the first game in 1991 and then won in 1992 to capture our first ever national title. Uh, 
Oh, shit. Um, you said Florence, Alabama. Uh-huh. That's that's where it was played. But it's not... It's not... Okay. Well, I'm... Okay. Read it. Read... You probably will not get this one. Hold on, hold on. The older on. people that listen to this podcast will probably get this one. Well, I, I mean, I give you guys all the credit. So remind me, okay, say it, say it all again for my well-being. JSU faced this opponent twice in back-to-back seasons with both being <sighs> in Florence, Alabama in the D2 National Championship game. Mm-hmm. JSU lost the first game in 1991 and then won in 1992 to com- to capture our first ever national title. Okay. So we were D2. Because I know a little bit. I don't know a lot, but I know a little bit. I've mentioned it on Cocky Nation before. I know. And see, that's, that's, that's what's driving me. It's what's driving me nuts. Okay. Hold on. It was like in the early, early days of Cocky Nation. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me work this through my head. Okay, because I know a little bit about it. Um, so 1991. So we played them both in 91 and 92, right? Yes. Okay. Wait a minute. So we played them in the na- 1992 game. Yes. That we won. Yes. Pittsburgh State. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh we god! Have- I, I almost said I I I. Oh, good lord! Um, I don't know why. I, I think it's because we were talking about nickels early. I don't know why I was thinking nickels. Um, but I, I I had to think about it. And then when you said 1991 and we played them in 1992 and beat them in 1992, I was like, okay, that that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, we, we oh, lost god. in 91, 23 to. We lost in 91. Uh, 23 to 6 and then we won in 92 17 to 13 yeah I don't know how I got that one they're not a very right. well known team bonus question oh, if you can get this my get dad this. gave me this idea oh great so what was the net nickname of the 91 game Oh hell, I don't I okay, I, I really I really don't know this one. Um I'll give you a hint. It's in our stadium name. The snow game? Close. The snowball. Oh, okay. It snowed like crazy. My mom has had stories of I think she said that she her and numerous others in the Southerners almost busted their butts during the halftime show. The 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 Alabama in the nineties was a weird time. Cause when that when the when the great the great blizzard happened. In ninety three, yeah. Yeah. Alabama like can we not get a knock on wood? I shouldn't say that. I was about to say, can we not get snow like that again? Yeah, please not. No, 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 no. Thank you. <laughs> Global warming. Um, all right. So I guess next week I got to make some questions for uh, for Brandon. God, I suck at trivia and he's going to probably get them all. Um, well, then matter. make it hard for me. 
I'm going to try. Uh, does it matter what we make the... Uh... It has to be football opponents. Okay. So strictly football opponents. Okay. Yes. I can I can make this work. Slowly. Yeah, surely. Okay. Um, all right. Let's talk about predictions against Nichols. Uh, I already gave mine Cox by 90. Um, but if we're talking in reality, I think it'll be Cox by uh, 14. Um, I'm going to go a little more. I'm not going to go blowout. Um, I'm going to say JSU 38, Nichols 21. 17 point win. I can respect that. Yeah. Um, and while we're at it, I'll go ahead and predict the first two conference games. Um, I think with how they played in out-of-conference game, like the, our volleyball team, um, I think with how they played in out-of-conference and they have two P5 wins um, and almost three, I don't think JSU is going to have any issue clean-sweeping both Central Arkansas and UNA. So make us proud, ladies, please. Go Lady Gamecocks. Um, well, guys, that's all, folks. Um, I've always wanted to say that. Um, but as always, we want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to listen to us. Um, I'm not sure how many people actually listen to this. I always pay attention. I'm not on the other social media platforms. I only see everything on Facebook. Um, so I'm assuming tons of people listen on uh, Twitter and on Facebook or uh, YouTube. But thank you. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, thank you for listening to us rant and Brandon and I get into conflicts all the time, but we love each and every one of you. And we want to thank you for listening. And if you aren't following us on all of our social media platforms, make sure that you do on Facebook. We are cocky nation, uh, JSU podcast and everything, everywhere else. We are cocky underscore nation. You can see that right here on my name. Um, and again, if you are not following our SCS fan nation page, you need to go ahead and do that as well. Listen to all of our, uh, other podcast friends and uh, listen to Brandon on his other podcast that he does as well. I want to give him a shout out because he does so much and I don't know how he can compete with that. I, I listen, I'm just trying to make it through tomorrow. Um, not, but, not to mention what I have to do outside of it. I know. So again, guys, we want to thank you. Continue to listen to us. We will see you next week. Always go Gamecocks and fear the beak.